Welcome to the Fireman's Trainers Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Beckman. Our podcast is part of the ConcealedCarry.com network, brought to you by XS Sites. Today, we'll be talking about a youth education program in Detroit, Michigan, being done by one of our listeners, Malik Hicks. We bring you this podcast supporting the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the FTA, the Firearms Trainers Association. Visit the website at ftaprotect.com to learn more about their instructor coverage they offer and their competitive pricing. Receive a special 10% off on your policy by entering promo code FTP10 at checkout. This episode is also brought to you by the team at Mountain Man Medical. Responsible fire instructors have trauma medical gear on the range and are trained to use it. Mountain Man Medical provides the highest quality name brand medical gear on the market at a guaranteed lowest price. Check out the Wind River Kit, especially designed for firearm instructors to have at the range. The Yellowstone is perfect to have on your belt or in your bag anywhere you go. Learn more at mountainmanmedical.com and scroll to the bottom and click on available discounts to learn how firearm instructors can save 15% off the already guaranteed lowest prices on the market. And don't forget to click on the training link to take the emergency trauma response video course for free. Get the right gear and the right training at the best price anywhere on mountainmanmedical.com. Today, we are joined by Malik Hicks from A-Zone Hicks. How are you doing, uh, Malik? Hey, I am wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate you coming on today um, and going to be talking to us about this very special topic about training kids and teenagers. Uh, but before we jump into those questions I have for you, can you give our listeners a little bit about who uh, Malik Hicks is and what A-Zone Hits is all about? Most definitely. So my name is Malik Hicks, owner and founder of Azo Hits. I'm a USCCA certified firearms instructor and training counselor, member of the Black Bottom Gun Club, uh, chapter of NAGA. So that's the National African American Gun Association and partners for FLP, that's Firearms Legal Protection. I'm a father of two boys, married to my beautiful wife, Deanna. And I grew up as a Jehovah Witness. That's a fun fact that no one, not many know. So you can tell and kind of guess how many guns I bought when I left the home. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, but it sounds like you've got some great plans going on. So um, they're in Detroit. Most so definitely, definitely. T- uh, tell our listeners about what your program is that you've, uh, you've, you're doing in, in Detroit there and how it's going to help everybody. Most definitely. So uh, Spencer Johnson, that son of Terry Johnson, uh, that's once again my mentor. So we created this project and this program is called Secure and Safe Project. All right. It is a project uh, to bring safety awareness as it pertains to children and teens. We're going to be partnering with Uncoiled, located in Livonia, Michigan, with Joel, J-O-E-L, is the owner of Uncoiled. Uh, firearms. All right. And uh, we're all going to get it to the news. Okay. We're going to get it as broad as we can. So it's going to go in the news. We're going to train and teach as many kids as possible. There's no real age limit to the project. So we're going to have people come as much as possible, as many as possible. There's actually going to be live firing and live shooting um, involved on the range. We're going to have a couple of range safety officers to make sure that there's a controlled environment. We're not going to 
go too far or make it overwhelming. The presentation is going to be maybe 30 minutes and the rest is going to be, you know, demonstration. You know, people nowadays, their mind go on autopilot after 30 minutes. So imagine even children, you know, they might have a even lower attention span. So we want to get the net ingredient out. We want to get the penetrating facts, the safety, the universal safety rules and dive into as much as possible, the safety as it pertains. So we will, we don't want to point fingers. However, it's only so much we can speak about to the children. You see what I'm saying? That responsibility lies on who? The parents. Mm -hmm. After so long, it's only so much we can talk about. And then after that, it's our parents and we all combined together. Also, I'm going to be working with Chad King, president of NAGA. Chad King, and um, he's going to, we're going to speak about the lock program. We can get as many free locks out to uh, as many parents as possible. Free of charge, all you do is meet at the location. We're going to have further information about that. And you pick up a, a lock. It's very simple. All right. That's to keep our, uh, keep the handguns locked up or rifle or shotgun, whatever, Precise. whatever it is to uh, prevent, you know, a kid from getting a hold of it Precise. and hurting themselves or somebody else. Precisely. Well, hey, uh, Malik, question for you: Was there are there any incidents that drove you to want to have to put on a, a, a education process like this? Because everything you kind of uh, outlined there, I think, seems like there's a little bit of passion behind that. I've got a suspicion that maybe you've got got some personal experience or uh, you know experience with as a whole. Precisely. Yeah. So unfortunately, I'm going to speak about two stories that happened one day after the other. Okay. So I was reached out from a school director um, slash principal. She reached out to me and she said, can you please make us like a five to 10 minute video uh, as it pertains to safety in children and teenagers? We made this video, me and Chad King, uh, once again, president of Anaga. Uh, me and Chad made this video. It was about a five minute video. So the incident was 10-year-old shoots his 13-year-old cousin and a three-year-old shoots another three-year-old. Now that hit home because I have a three-year-old. So once again, and she reached directly out to me and she was, it's like, she came to me and she said, please, 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 can you make this video? Now I asked her, did you mind if we had the, children's name in there so we could give a moment of silence for their lost lives she said no because it was so fresh and it, it this literally happened march 9th of 2021 yeah that's that'd be pretty raw you know to go Precisely. go go along you know raw, raw emotion there to say at least i can definitely understand that precisely so that's the reason so we uh we didn't make it any personal wise we get made it more of a informational video we added some photos in there on the different type of locks that can be used, including safe boxes. And this is the same question I ask my students. The simple fact is, is how much is your life worth? Their answer is usually priceless. So do not put a dollar sign on your life. So a lock, what is that? A, the proper firearm, what is that? Let's not put a price to how precious life is. So the simple fact of let's invest and buy and purchase safety because it most definitely can happen. Mm -hmm. Well, we do smoke alarms for our houses. We go along yes. and, you know, we, you know, keep our brakes on our car. 
you know, tuned, yes. tuned up. So we stop, you know, we should, everybody should be wearing safety belts too. And it's not, not because we're expecting something to happen, but in case something does happen, you know, an accident, we go along and get out, get out of our house or our apartment because the smoke alarm's going off. Same thing like a carbon monoxide. And if somebody jumps out in front of our car, our brakes will stop us and we won't go flying through the windshield if we end up hitting something because we got our seatbelts on. So it's, uh, it's one of those things where, you know, safety and especially when it comes to kids, uh, teaching them early because it's way too often that we hear in the news about kids that shoot themselves or kids that shoot their friends. And it's not that they're going, you know, I I don't think there's probably a lot, you know, the kids that are have malice, you know, they're against their friends and like, Hey, I'm going to shoot you. I think a lot of it comes down to a, they got video games and that's what they're used to doing. And, and B they go along, they don't realize the power that they're holding. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like having a, uh, handing a kid a blowtorch and then being surprised when he, when he burns down the house, they don't realize the power that they, that they, uh, they're holding their hand what, you know, we'd never go along and give our kids, you know, keys to the car because they don't realize how to control that power. Uh, same thing with blowtorch, same thing with a firearm and, you know, keys, we can, we can put them hot, too high for the kids to be able to reach them until they get older. Uh, when it comes to blowtorches, you know, we can take them apart, disassemble them. You know, when it comes to firearms, firearms are a little bit different because firearms, uh, by the definition, especially for self-defense, we want them to have them, have them ready at hand. But they can't be ready at hand to where anybody could uh, lay our hands on them. And that's where, as we as uh, firearm owners, have really got to take the ownership. And um, I think, you know, from your program, uh, the instructors need to think about, you know, how do you go along in teaching your class? The people that you're teaching the concealed carry class to, how do you go along still in them to make sure they realize what they need to do when they get home. Yes. They just pass a course. They get the, you know, they get, they get the big parade and everything. Everybody's patting them on the back. But when that night comes, you know, where are they going to lock up their gun at? What are they going to do next week? How are they going to, you know, we talked to them about holsters. We talked to them about, you know, having a good belt, those types of things. But do we talk to them about, okay, you know, how do you keep it away from a three-year-old? Precisely. is, Is it locked up so that a, you know, 11 year old can't, can't get it to go along and show his friend, his, you know, cousin, you know, all oh, this is, isn't this really cool? You know, my dad just got his license and you know, what happens next? You know, you got the fire department there, you got the police there. And all you can say is, you know, I didn't think, you know, that he could get into it. Well, do something to make sure it doesn't happen. Um, down here in Ohio, uh, Indiana, I remember a couple of years ago, there was actually a, uh, a, uh, police officer who came home, took his, um, uh, duty belt off, put it down. And one of his kids went in and grabbed the gun, got it out of the holster somehow. I don't know all the, all the facts, but he shot himself. Now I'm sure to this day, that father probably wishes he would have went long and locked up that gun would have went along and put a little bit higher, done something to make sure that their young kid could not go along because that, that he did pass away from the self-inflicted uh, gunshot. And that's just one of those things that is, you know, extremely upsetting, but as instructors, we've got a great, great opportunity to reach out to people and educate them that, you know, it's your right to go along and, you know, own and use a gun, but it's also your responsibility to make sure that somebody's responsible for it. Yes. Children are simply curious. Yeah, we all can agree that they're curious. Uh, literally, my three-year-old, he turns on the bathtub water every day. It's just dripping ever so slightly, right? So 
the curiosity, once again, if we can bring awareness, that's the reason why the project, we're using keywords awareness, because that is the firearms as it pertains to children and teenagers is now a taboo conversation in modern day society. And it's like, for what? So back in the day, they used to have a firearms safety program within the school program. They used to teach firearm safety. They used to have ranges physically on school property. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, we keep on, it's a, such a taboo conversation. We just do not let them know. So once that curiosity come and they physically get a hold of this firearm, not letting them know what a firearm is, if you ever want to see it, it's just a question away. Mm-hmm. May I see your firearm and describe it and letting them know what it is. And as you say, I'm going to use your words, the power it holds. So most definitely. Most, most definitely for it. Um, I, re- I remember, um, I'm a little bit older than you are, Malik. Um, I'm sure some of our listeners can identify back in the 80s, there was a big, big argument going back and forth about the federal government mandating that sex education had been taught in all schools. And I just remember people, you know, the, the big passionate argument was we have to, because we just don't want any, anybody else, um, to be impacted, you know, by not knowing, uh, knowing how things go, uh, work. And the, the bottom line to that is, and I see it today with the number of accidental shootings we have, even suicides in a lot of cases, people yes. don't realize uh, yes. the power that they hold. And it's those types of things that if they would uh, go along and I would hope that, you know, educators would want to still educate them, you know, on, on things that firearm education doesn't mean they're going to become, you know, uh, gang members and want to go out and shoot people, but maybe the, when they pick up or they see a gun on the ground, they'll know what to do. Or if they see a, a loose round on the ground, they're not going to go along and, and take it and pound it with a hammer. You know, just silly Precisely. things like that. That is like, why would anybody do that? Because somebody has, and their Precisely. kids are curious. The younger they are, the more curious they are. Older ones might do might do other things, but you've really got to realize that kids are going to be kids, and they're not they're not thinking the way adults think uh, about Precisely. things. Precisely. And I also want to mention that NAGA, the National African-American Gun Association, these parents, uh, this is a gun club that you can just simply join. Uh, Yes, uh, once again, anyone can join, by the way. Just want to get that out there. Um, However, this is a gun club that you can simply join. Our specific chapter is called the Black Bottom Gun Club. All right, that's the chapter for Detroit. With that being said, if you go ahead and look them up, that way you could join the club. You do not have to be a firearms instructor. You do not have to. We will get you the training. We are placed in groups and group chats. I, we have great conversation, um, even conversations where they're persuading us to spend money on more guns. I didn't bought <laughs> three guns off of this group chat, so I need to stop. So, however, you can literally join this club so we can bring awareness to the parents. So question for you, Malik, is your yes. wife part of this club? I uh, guess yes, we both oh, joined. So, so yes. she actually knows that you bought three more guns. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Actually, oh. you, you might have heard a uh, mumble in the background, like, "Oh, yeah." So yes, most definitely. And um, uh, a couple that shoots together stays together. Remember that, everybody. Yes. Thank you. Please <laughs> say it again for the ones in the back. Yes. 
So yes, this program, literally, you're going to uh, orientation after orientation is going to be via Zoom. You pretty much speak together, talk about a little history. After you talk about a little history, you're not a part of the Gun Club. You get to have some IDPA matches just for practice, $10 entry and things such as that. So literally, this club is bringing knowledge to the parents. So what I'm getting at by saying that is, how many new gun owners? Guns are up 310%. With that being said, there are new parents becoming new firearm owners. So with that being said, let's join something as a community. That way we could go ahead and make it happen. So, cause I'm going to be teaching in our security safe project with Chad King, president of uh, Naga. So with that being said, we're gonna bring that program together and it's just amazing that that organization get to back us with that. So with that being said, as a new gun owner, we are responsible. We can only tell the children so much. So I would like to make this secure and safe project huge. I can, we're going to be in the news with it. We're going to, um, of course, uh, be partnering with uh, Uncoiled, Joel over there. And we're going to actually be in the news with it to bring awareness to this program as much as possible. So that way, that conversation with the children is not taboo. It should be something that is mandatory to speak about. Mm -hmm. Teach our children. So my children at the age of seven years old, depending on their maturity level, because even right now, my children call it daddy's shoot, don't touch. That's the first thing they say. Daddy shoot, don't touch. That's it. And they're mm-hmm. three and four. So already they're already knowing. And depending on their maturity level, at seven years old, I will begin teaching them. Good, good. That's great. What are your plans for rolling us out, out you know, beyond Detroit? You were talking oh, about, you know, you really yes. want to take this national, but you know, what, what are your plans, you know, and specifically, you know, if there's an instructor out there that's in Boise, Idaho, or somebody that's down in mm-hmm. St. Petersburg, uh, Florida, or different things like that, um, you know, or how soon is it going to be ready for them to, you know, maybe hear about, you know, your, your success and, and replicate what you've done. Yes, most definitely. We have once again, because once again, when she reached out to me so we could get this project in many uh, states or whatnot. However, to answer that question directly, we have a meeting on Tuesday with Uncoiled Firearms. And with that being said, we're going to launch it within the next month or two. We are speaking to a woman, an owner of a daycare. She has a, a huge just, just contacts. She asked and begged us to please bring the program and she's going to make the program huge. I have my children's daycare in which my children attend this daycare slash school. So with that being like a preschool. So with that being said, reach out to the daycares, reach out to the, the, the different people in the community. And that's including these churches. Okay. The churches have the children. So in order to mimic this program it's by communicating and reaching out, these people, you will be surprised. They will not say no. I, I can't stress that enough. It's a question away. That's it. It's by simply asking them. So I have a, 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 a daycare director. She's waiting. She's just, she's giving us, I wish I could show you screenshots of the conversation. She's sending us ideas. She's sending us what to expect from it. She's sending us what we would like to talk about. Uh, she's sending us 
uh, age bracket. So we have pretty much bracket, but it's once again, I said, it's no age limit. So you can mm-hmm. literally bring newborns all the way up to different. However, we want to separate the room with that like 16 mark. 16 years of yeah, age. Yeah, I mean, you've got, you've and, got uh, different different learning. You know, 16-year-olds exactly. can be, should be able to be trusted a little bit more than, say, a six-year-old. And, you Besides, know, 10, 10-year-old is kind of in between there. And that's where you've got to you got to craft it appropriately to their, we'll, we'll, we'll use an instructor topic to their learning styles and their learning Precise. ability for it. You know, yes. 10, six-year-olds aren't going to understand the responsibility as much as a 10-year-old and definitely not as much as a 16-year-old, yes. but a 16-year-old at the same time is probably going to be a little bit more worried about, you know, fitting in and being cool than a six-year-old is going to be. And that's where you've you've got to be able to address those specific uh, uh, attitudes and, you know, specific needs of those each individual groups. Precisely. And the live fire portion is going to be slightly intimidating. So I do not want, because they're going to be around their peers. So, of course, we want the age group once we finally get onto the firing range and actually shooting live rounds. We want them to be within their age bracket so Mm -hmm. they can feel comfortable. And we can elaborate a little bit more because this is not going to be a program in which we in which we rush. It's going to be intimate. It's going to be hands on, and we're going to take our time so that the learning is achieved. So, is this going to be more than just uh, you know afternoon or a morning kind of session? Yeah, it's pretty much going to be a running all day. It's going to be ran all day from my morning. We're gonna get out there. It's gonna be the Rick Ector of children you know how he has mm-hmm. the woman's program so yep. we're going to do the same thing and it's going to look large so yes we most that's going to be an all-day thing perfect really perfect well that that is uh great and like i've uh, said before um you know us as gun owners and instructors you know we're teaching those new new people uh learn yeah how to be how to go along safely and responsibly use a gun but we also need to uh, make sure we're talking about the topic about safely storing it so that those uh other non-gun users that are in the house don't accidentally get it especially kids and you know have an unfortunate accident because uh you know Let's put it this way. When it comes to guns and you have an accident with it, very seldom is it, is it not going to leave a mark. And that's one of those things that we've got to realize with, uh, you know, the, the power that we have, you know, in a firearm, it can do good, Precise. but it can also do, do harm, uh, unintended harm. If, uh, the wrong person gets a hold of it. Precisely. One thing worth mentioning for the instructors, they do want to mimic the program. So what we have is, and, um, I got this from, uh, um, Spencer Johnson, once again, you're not trying to charge these parents an arm and a leg. That's not our goal. However, you do want to charge them something so they can have a commitment to the program. So the entry free, later you can charge five to ten dollars. So that way, invest, reinvest that money, whether it's in ammo, food, or snacks, because we're going to have, you know, a meet. It's going to be like a meet and greet environment. So ten dollars is our charge for those instructors that want to know. So that way they can want to come and so the awareness of the program is out there. So that way, when they're coming for free, they can actually come and commit to that. So the entry fee is extremely minimal. So that way they can commit to it and they can actually show up. Yeah. The price of ammo right now. Yeah. That's, that's uh, very inexpensive uh, to say the least. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Well, hey, uh, Malik, got a question for you. Been asking all our guests this year about it, but can you name an influential instructor or book that you would recommend the other instructors uh, either take a class from or put on their bookshelves to uh, help them expand uh, their uh, their education? Most definitely. So I've been listening to this podcast forever long, and I, can, I just absolutely love it. Uh, of course, been listening to the uh, Dave Grossman. However, this is the book that I would love everyone to read. It's Your Next Five Steps by Patrick Bet David. That's Patrick Bet David, Your Next Five Moves. So with Your Next Five Moves, he's an entrepreneur um, that came from out the country, and he speaks about how chess players good chess players the master ones they're 15 to 20 moves ahead of the other their opponent you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. so with that being said he speaks about and if you apply it to your instructor business you can it really dissects everything and put things in place to where you're being productive in smaller steps at first and um if you get the physical copy i recommend get the physical copy and the audio copy with that being said the physical copy allows you in the rear of the book is going to be a total of like 20 questions that get really intimate so write your name in the book do not share this book with anyone it's making a really personal book it's going to be questions in the back of the book to really dissect who you are as a person before you can move forward with executing and within your business so when i tell you this book has changed how I think about business, it has changed because it really asks you those, those questions that you want to only answer in person with your personal self. You don't want to share these questions with anyone. Give raw answers. As he will direct you, do not answer these questions rushing them. It say, he said it took him five days just to answer one of these questions. Take your time and give real, raw questions and do not share it with anyone so that way you can really dissect who you are as a person and that will reflect who you are as an instructor and how you go about your business that's uh, that's a very interesting book we haven't had anybody else uh, uh recommend that and i think the one thing that um i would take just from the title alone your next five moves um you know as a concealed carry holder as instructors we've all got we've got to be sitting there thinking okay you know what what will I do? You know, and I walk through the doorway when I enter this room. Different things along those lines. If we're not already thinking about scanning the room and how we're going to do things, or uh, if we're teaching, and okay, what are we going to do after we get done with this? Because we want to make sure the lessons dovetail in. That we are making sure people are comfortable, making sure that people are attentive. To the items, um, you know, we will lose our class, or potentially if we're concealed, concealed carrying, we could walk into a bad situation and. That's not, that's one of those things where you want to avoid it as much as possible are those bad situations. Sorry. Well, that's great. A great, great, uh, suggestion. And there uh, will be links to that in the uh, show notes. Well, Malik, where can people find out more information about you and the, uh, secure and safe, uh, pro uh project? Yes, most definitely. So at azonekids.com, so www.azonekids.com, secure and safe project. All right. We all, you also can find, we're going to also have up a web page and a Facebook page. So please join us over there for extra news, please. Okay. And anybody, uh, we will have those in the show notes also to make sure that uh, anybody interested in uh, 
Malik's uh, program can get a hold of them and uh, get the materials, get uh, get kind of the plans for it to see if they could replicate because I could see this uh, being very uh, helpful um, in a lot of different areas. Well, thanks, Malik, for uh, your time uh, today and uh, good information for our instructors out there. Thank you so much, Rob. You're the best. <laughs> oh, thanks. Well, that's a wrap for this episode. We have a few requests for our loyal listeners. Visit podcast.concealcarry.com to enter in for our weekly prize giveaway. Remember, you can't win without entering, and your entries do not carry over from week to week. This week's podcast winner is Scott M., and they want a SWAT T tourniquet. Next week's prize is a $50 gift card to SSP Eyewear. That's some great stuff there. Remember, visit podcast.concealcarry.com to be entered in for this week's prize giveaway. Visit our sponsors, especially the Farm Trainers Association at ftaprotect.com and check out their instructor insurance. Being a responsible instructor means having insurance coverage. Remember to use promo code FTP10 for 10% off. Check out the Guardian Conference on September 17th to the 19th in Oklahoma City for an opportunity to take training from guests we've had on this podcast to improve yourself and the training that you can offer your students. Go to guardianconference.com for more information and to register. If you have any ideas for new episodes, suggestions on guests to have, or feedback, please email us at ftp at concealedcarry.com. We bring this podcast support in the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every fire instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Stay safe, everyone. Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.